Any successful plan requires wisdom and preparation, and retirement is no different. It's time for the Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. Welcome into another edition in the new year of Plan Wise Retire Free with Jude Wilson and myself talk investing, finance, retirement, and goals for the new year, financial, business, personal, uh, for 2023. It's here. It's upon us. So let's get into the conversation this month and have that chat with Jude. Uh, Welcome in, my friend. How are you? I'm doing awesome, man. Welcome to 2023. Did you ever think you'd write 2023 in your lifetime? It's so weird, right? Yeah. It's just, and it's, I'm terrible about that for like the first month, too. I can never remember to type 20, the, the right, you know, the right calendar uh, every year. Are you, I don't know about, about you, are you that way when a new year oh, happens? I'm, I'm definitely that way. I yeah. just, every time I write it, I just think about when I was in eighth grade thinking, man, one, one day I'll Super write future. 2020. Yeah, you know, I know, right? Two thousand, I should say. Yeah, it's all it's all very strange, but hopefully we'll uh, you know we'll have a uh, twenty two. I think a lot of people were happy to see it go. Uh, it certainly was, especially from the financial and economic standpoint. It was certainly interesting. Uh, we may be in for more of that this year. We'll see. Only time will tell. But you know, Jude, every new year, people, you know, they set goals. Right? We're in January here when we're taping this. Early January. Yep. And, you know, everybody does the the resolutions or the goal setting or the benchmarks or the milestones or whatever it is that they want to accomplish in a calendar year. So let's look at some of those from a personal and professional standpoint uh, and just kind of share some things, talk with folks a little bit about, you know, give them some ideas to think about and, and feel free to open up and, and share yourself if you'd like as well. Um, so let's jump in here and talk about it. You know, I'd imagine that you start to rev up the calendar in the beginning of a new year as well, people wanting to come in and see an advisor, right? Because not only are we trying to get uh, healthy, but we're also trying to get financially healthy. Many people put that on their list to get their finances in order. So you guys, you know, kind of rev up a little bit. People are talking about top personal goals, you know, things that they want to accomplish personally. Um, What do you think about that? Do you see a lot of that? Absolutely. We see a lot of that in the new year. Just like you said, people are setting New Year's resolutions. But I'm going to kind of take it in a different direction because sure. yeah, I've been in this business 27 years. And every year around January, it's it's the same thing as far as setting how much I want to save, how much do I want to invest? Am I closer to my retirement plan? Right. But I think we need to break it down to something that's more personal in our life because what i've noticed in my mm-hmm. career is that mm-hmm. we we're all excited in january to set these goals and some of us by the end of march those goals have gone by out the, the window yeah okay uh i think we need to have a personal attachment to the goal and i'll, I like that. I'll tell you a story that that really helped me and is now helping my clients so two years ago almost three now may uh, I was getting ready to celebrate my anniversary. Uh, COVID had just recently started, and I was having a Zoom meeting with my team because we couldn't meet in person. I wanted to to start the meeting on a positive note, and I said to my team, hey, guys, I'm going to show you a picture of myself and my wife when we were in college just hanging out Okay, because uh, uh, we're celebrating over 20 years being married now. And... That was the last thing I remembered when I bent over to put that picture on the screen. Hmm. The next thing I remember, I had lights flashing in my face and I didn't know where I was. And I I, I looked to my left and it was kind of blurry, but I could make out my wife on my left. I looked to the right 
and I saw this guy in a white coat and I said, where am I? Well, to make a very long story short, I experienced the seizure right as I was looking down on that computer. And it was uh, called a grandma seizure. It's one of the, the, the most potent seizures. So I, I broke my back in three places. I had about six months worth of rehab. Wow. And the good news, though, is that I'm perfectly healthy now. My doctors say that as long as I stick to my healthy habits, that was a fluke incident that should never happen again. Hmm. Wow. But the reason why I tell you that is now when I start looking at my goals, I tie everything to health. Because if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. Sure. Health yeah. is wealth. And so what, I, what I'm helping my clients understand is that we're going to help you with your finances and we want to set these goals, but you have to have a personal attachment. And my personal attachment now to all of my goals is to remain healthy and as strong and as vibrant as I can. So that's where I'd like to start is I'd like for, for our listeners to think of what, first of all, is your personal health goal this year? Do I want to lose weight? Do I want to run a marathon? Do I want to just figure out where am I at in my health and determine that and set that as a benchmark? And then from there, everything can flow from there. Okay. Yeah. Now, that's a great way of looking at that because you never know, right, as we're aging, you know, more and more health problems can arise. And obviously, that's usually a big ticket item for many people when they're thinking about their retirement planning. It's, you know, some sort of, you know, the healthcare situation, long-term care, whatever the case might be. So attaching that to our financial goals is is certainly a good idea because it is easy to kind of just say, well, I want to retire and I want to travel and I want this, that, or the other. But a lot of times the grandkids and things are factored into that. And so being healthy would allow you to do more with them, so to speak, right? So there's lots of ways you could attach that in there. Absolutely. And so to move from health as the center of your goal planning gives you a personal attachment with, with some of the other goals, like for instance, finance. Okay. So one of the things that I talk about now with my clients having that experience is updating your estate plan and looking at that as one of the risks that need to be taken care of. Sure. So oftentimes we when we're talking about personal finance, we have a an investment goal. I want to put away, I want to max out my 401k or I, right, I right. want to put away X amount of money. I want to make so much on my return, blah, blah, blah. Right. Exactly. But I challenge you out there that if you make 30% on your 401k, but God forbid something happens to you and you don't have your your state in order, what difference does it make that, that you made 30% on your 401k? Mm, yeah. So the, what I would challenge people on is as part of your personal finance goal is to making sure your estate documents are in order and 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 that be the start of where you look at. Hmm, interesting. I like that. Yeah. And, you know, I was going to ask you if you if you set goals for your clients, you know, as a firm and as a team. And it, but that's kind of sounds like what you're describing um, that, that you kind of are challenging listeners to do that. Is that something that you do take to the clients as well? Or whenever you're having early reviews with people, do you have those conversations? Oh, absolutely. Uh, there are six areas of personal finance and estate is one of them. And that's one of the ones that we focus on. And it makes me laugh sometimes when I'm talking to clients because most of my clients already have an advisor. But what I find out when we initially have that introduction to talk to them, 
that person who they call their advisor is mainly just focused on their investments. Right. And there's so much more to be taken care of. So that's why I say the state needs to be part of it. And that links back to the to the health goal. Another thing that can link back to the health goal is that studies now show that if you are in a healthy relationship, mm-hmm. you you live longer. So what are your relationship <laughs> goals? Stress, stress is not our friend, right? So that's a great yeah. idea for sure. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So what are your relationship goals this year? I know I, for me, I, I am the youngest of nine. I also often tell that story. Right. Uh, we have a very, very close family, but I haven't reached out to my brothers and sisters as often as I should. And so it's my personal goal this year to to give each one of them a call or a text throughout the month. Yeah. And it just takes a few seconds to send a text. Very uh, true. You know, and Jude, I think we had talked about this a long time ago, but I, I thought I was the youngest of seven, but it turns out I am the youngest of nine. Uh, in the last year and a half or so, we've found two others. Um, that we did not know about for most of us, most of our life. So yeah, we have that in common as well. I'm the youngest of nine also. Didn't grow up in the same household, uh, but technically there are nine of us. So a little uh, interesting, you know, tie yeah, in You don't there. see that <laughs> anymore. No, we weren't expecting Today's that a, either. a big family is three. Yeah, right. And uh, so that was certainly an interesting surprise. So yeah, I think uh, relationship goals. What about business goals? You know, as a business owner yourself, and I'm sure you have many clients that are business owners too, are those things you tackle and think about? Do you set goals Abs- for centrists and so on and so forth? Absolutely. So we have clients who are executives at top companies, but we also have clients that are, are, are business clients. And one of the things I see in common with our business clients, not not all, but a good percentage of them, is understanding your numbers. Sometimes we we are just so go, go, go that we've got to uh, increase sales or we've got to lower inventory or something like that. But we don't understand all of our financial numbers, what really drives the business, what's what's what are the uh, KPIs, key performance indicators. So I would challenge you, if you have a business out there, to start looking at that and really understanding your numbers. Because if you don't, you may not really have a business. You may have a, a job <laughs> that you call your business. A good business owner should understand their numbers. Mm, that's a great point. Well, you know, I think you've covered a lot of the pieces that I was going to ask you today. Any financial or retirement goals? You kind of did uh, uh, tying the personal is there anything extra extra you'd like to add, you know, from that standpoint that listeners might could take away and say, okay, going into twenty three, we were talked about the personal aspect, tying some of that thing, some of those things to it. Um, is there anything extra you'd like to talk about or kind of set Absolutely. as a uh, as a yearly goal? Absolutely. So we at the firm are entering a new market that we call Henry's. Henry stands for high earners, not rich yet, and we have. A considerable amount of Henrys at our firm, and one of these things that I've noticed: these people are are Type A personalities. Sure. They, they they go out and they they become executives at their company. They open businesses, but they put their finances, even though it's important, on the back burner. And so, uh, I I think it's important if you, particularly if you're in the accumulation phase, meaning you're not retired yet, you're you're headed toward that. To understand, just as you would in your business or in your professional life, what is an accomplishable goal this year, Um, whether it's putting away an additional 10%, whether it's reducing debt, just one, don't have five or six, (laughs) because it's hard to track (laughs) all of that. 
just one goal that you are dedicated. And what we've done to help our clients out is we've developed in concert with another financial advisor software that can track the top 10 financial goals that people are trying to Mm. to accomplish. And it will give our clients uh, that indication on a monthly basis. Are they getting closer or farther away from that goal? Uh, So if you're one of our clients and we haven't introduced that to you yet, you know, contact us. Let's talk about it. If you're not an existing client, you definitely want to learn about this because it'll help you stay organized. Absolutely. Well, great information, great conversation today on the podcast. You know, Jude, since we talked last, uh, right at the very end of the year, they waited till the Friday before Christmas uh, to pass the Secure Act 2.0. It's been kicked wow. around for 12, 16 months or so, but they, they did finally pass it. So we're pulling together some information and we'll probably address that in our upcoming uh, podcast so folks can understand what's going on there and some of the changes and kind of the key elements of it. It's like many things. There's tons of stuff in there that may not apply to everyone, but some of those key elements like the changing in the RMD age and so on and so forth. So I think we'll talk about that on uh, February's podcast, if that's okay with you. That's a big one we need to address because folks, if you haven't heard of this Secure Act, it changes the game in a lot of different ways and a lot of opportunities to take advantage of. Yeah. Uh, with this act that has passed. So yeah, absolutely. a little teaser for you guys out there. That's right. We're going to try to make it easy for you to understand. We'll do that next uh, episode. So thanks for tuning in to the podcast. We certainly appreciate your time as always. Don't forget to subscribe to the show if you haven't yet or if you consider doing so. You can find us on Apple, Google, Spotify, all the major platforms. And of course, you can just type in Plan Wise Retire Free in the search box of those apps. Or you can stop by the website, Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. Dot com. You can check out episodes that way. You can find all the information again at planwiseretirefreepodcast.com or at Jude's main company home website, which is sintrustfs.com. That is sintrustfs.com. Jude, thanks for hanging out, my friend, and sharing your story. I appreciate you. And thank you, and stay healthy, brother. Absolutely. I'll see you next time <laughs> here on the podcast. This has been Plan Wise Retire Free with Jude Wilson. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson, who is solely responsible for its content.